welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. Lord, 
will pick up their work. Many are struggling to be stable in the kingdom because they don't know who they are. Lord, by this teaching, let people be established forever. Let them know what they are worth. Let them know where they come from. Let them know who they are. And let them know the plans you have for them. I pray that you touch my lips with coals of fire. Let me not speak with man's understanding. But let me speak with what you want your people to hear. In Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, tonight I promise that I'm going to teach on living in the spirit. When the Bible asks us to live in the spirit, what is God actually trying to communicate to us? The believer's realm of existence is the spirit. This month we are talking about the next glory. The next glory. The glory of the Christian is not in the natural. It's in the spirit. The spirit carries the glory of the Christian. So if we have to experience the next glory, it means that we must understand how to live in the spirit. You know, when they say when, when they say we should live in the spirit, it's not for us to make our faces as we say it in Ghana. I mean making your face pursue that means you are living the spirit. No. There is a life in the spirit. There is a lifestyle. There is a state that the Christian must be aware of. There is a nature that we must be aware of. And when we are aware of it, then we will know how to live in the spirit. There are two kinds of Christians in church, or there are two kinds of believers. There are carnal Christians and there are spiritual Christians. Both of them are living in the spirit, but in different ways. So that the, 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 the core of the Christian is to live in the spirit, not even a spiritual life but to live in the spirit. They are two different things, and we'll look at it. We're going to take our time. So, in this teaching, we are going to look at who the believer is, number one. Number two, where is the believer coming from? And number three, what is the work of the believer? What is the work of the Christian? What is the value of the Christian? So, if you say you are born again, a Christian is a born-again man, a man who has given himself to the Lord, who has surrendered his life to the Lord, who has accepted the forgiveness of sins from the Lord Jesus Christ. So, without answering these questions, who you are, where are you coming from, where are you going, who is your source, what is your wealth, and unfortunately, a lot of us don't know our wealth. A lot of us don't know who we are. A lot of us don't know where we are coming from. And I'm praying that as I teach tonight, some light will come to us. Understanding this 
will give us roots in, in working in the spirit. When you understand who you are as a Christian, when you understand your worth as a Christian, so the Bible said that what shall you profit a man when he gains the whole world and loses his soul? There is an, an, an understanding there that says that the value of the soul is bigger than any physical possession. So you, if you gain the whole world and you lose your soul, you have gained nothing. We have to understand that we are not of this world. We are not of this world. We are in this world, but we are not of this world. So though we are in this world, God is asking us to live in the spirit. Living in the spirit is the basic call to the Christian. It's not for a selected few. The Christian's natural habitat is to live in the spirit. But we now have a lot of Christians who make mockery of living in the spirit. Are you, we are just talking natural and I want to be spiritual. But the actual place where a Christian must be is to live in the spirit. So now, that is why you, you declare fasting and prayer. 40 days of prayer is coming. Even when, when we hear fasting, it's like it doesn't make any sense to us. Because living in the spirit has no gigantic value before us. We must know who we are. We must know how we operate. A fish does not dream of walking on earth. Because the fish knows that the earth habitat is water. Take him out of water, you kill him. The fish was born, is born to swim. Therefore, you can't train the fish how to walk. The Christian was born to live in the spirit. And until you, you as a Christian, you live in the spirit, your impact on earth will not make sense to the kingdom. Anybody in the kingdom that will make a, a significant impact on earth amongst men is that man who knew and knows how to live in the spirit. I pray that your ears will be flipped open to hear what God is teaching tonight. The spirit is what validates Christianity. Take the spirit out of Christianity. We have no Christianity. When you take you can take a church building from Christianity. Christianity will still exist. Because even the church started in a manger. Move to a stone, move to a tent, move to tabernacle, move to a temple. So the building does not make Christianity. You take the spirit out of Christianity, you have a social class, a social gathering. What makes the church, the church of Christ, is the spirit of God. 
of coming from, or whether you, you just don't know, but all you know is that you are feeling that there is a wind. That is the life of the man who is born of the Spirit. If you don't understand that you are born of the Spirit, you will struggle with spiritual things. And 
this I got to know this so many years ago. I placed premium on my spiritual life. Other life fell in line. You have to place premium on your spiritual life. Nothing, no other life must overtake your spiritual life. Immediately another life overtakes your spiritual life. You are dying as a Christian. And there are many dying Christians in church. Are you here? Living in the spirit is not a cake. It is not a, 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 a these are messages you have to bear, you have to bear, it's, it's a day. You know, you are, you are in a new age. Which new age? You are still in the kingdom. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. You can't live outside the spirit and be okay as a Christian. Hey, what a generation. A kind of Christian will have no relevance in the kingdom of God. You must know who you are in Christ. You must know what happened to you when you gave your life to Christ. And I'm telling you today, what is born of the flesh is flesh, but what is born of the spirit is not spiritual, but a spirit. That is spirit. You have to know who you are. God knew who he was. God, he knew. They asked him, who are you? Listen to what he said. John chapter 1, verse 21 to 23. You can't be in the kingdom and not know who you are. You must know who you are. Because, I mean, when you can put a small car to drive to a mat, the car will get stuck. It will get stuck. But a tundra will be coming. Everybody will say, hey, a car has got to stuck. The tundra will not mind you. Because the tundra knows its capacity. You must know who you are. That when you know who you are, you see, when, so when the Bible says that when men say there is a casting, when men say there is a casting, what do you say? Why will you say that? Because you know who you are. I mean, they are going to, they are proposed increase in ECG, they propose increase in water, they have increased uh, pressure, they have increased pressure. Look, let the worst happen. Know who you are. You must know, we must begin to know who we are. The church will be weak if we don't know who we are. After COVID, every pastor has got to know what type of members, what type of disciples, what type of Christians we are raising in our churches. He said, and they are seen. What day I die, Elias? And he said, I am not Elias. I die that prophet, and he said, No, there's anything. Then said they unto him, Who I die, that we may give an answer to them that sent us. What say I die of thyself? It means that you must know who you are. What you stand for. What your work is, and then listen to what God told them. He said, I am the voice 
Jeremiah, people have opinions about you. But as a Christian, you must know that you are a spirit. Matthew chapter 16, verse 13 to 19. Keep it. And many of us don't know our worth. You see, you, we, you don't know how it, 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 it gets to God eh? when God calls for a fast and you are eating. <laughs> God said, I'm calling a holy fast and the people are eating. Tell your fast. 30 days of tire is coming. God is calling for 30 days of consecration. The Christian with a common mind will ask questions like, so if I don't fast, can God work? He asks, is it the fasting that will change God? That fasting doesn't change anything. You lack understanding of who you are. So the Bible says, when Jesus came out into the coast of Caesarea, Philippi, he asked his disciples, say, whom do men say that I, the son of man, I am? And they said, some say that thou art John the Baptist, some say Elias, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets, the future. And he saith unto them, that whom say ye that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, So in the mouth of men, majority will have a common answer to your life. Only few will have spiritual oriented answers. Be careful what you think as an answer. So I'm not sure of them. Peter opens his mouth and he says that thou art Christ, the Christ, the Son of the living God. And listen to what Jesus said. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed are thou, Simon the Jonah, the flesh and blood did not reveal this unto you, but my Father which is in heaven. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit. Peter answered not in the flesh, he answered in the spirit. No wonder when Jesus said, Lord, I give unto you the keys. Not easy. He, he committed the keys of the kingdom into his hands and then. Look. When a Christian denies his state of being a spirit, he becomes a carnal Christian. And this, this, this is not a nice 21st century message. That the church can never live outside the spirit. He can't. He can't. Nothing was created until the spirit of the Lord moved upon the surface of the earth. 
creation. There was a recreation of Kanaga man. We are not ordinary. You can use a lesson. We are not ordinary.
You, no matter how desert you are, you cannot train a fish to work on earth. If you don't know who you are, somebody, the world will refresh your life, refill your life. You are just. Look at the people. God was taking them somewhere. God was positioning them in the spirit. And they allowed the event, the memories of Egypt to eat them up. Moses had gone to Mount Sinai, waiting on God to come with covenant and laws to help them. The, the, the first error, assistant pastor, to give them another God. So that they can be like Jesus. Like Jesus. There are people in church. God is helping them to be stubborn. God is helping them to run away from all kinds of curses in their family. Shabbos are helping them. Pastors are preaching. The church has been established to stop God their life. And yet, the life of Egypt. The garlic of Egypt is still aromatic in their body. They forget that they are spirits. We cannot fear our generation. We have lost too many virtues in our time. I'm praying that God is fine us. He fine you. Begin to grow in understanding every year. That you are not ugly. Salvation gives you the dominion mandate on earth. Salvation grants you. Your dominion. He said, you will tread upon snakes and scorpions. In the physical, if you do it, you die till you die. That because you have become a new man, you have become a spirit, you have become a new man. Spirit. May we, may we begin to shift a bit and begin to refocus that that which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. I am not just spirit here. I am a spirit. That is why you can, God can lift your spirit, take you somewhere, and bring you back. Hey. Hello? You can be praying in tongues. Sometimes I be praying tongues. I realize I'm in the church. And I'll come and stand by somebody, and I'll come to church on Sunday, and the person is sitting at that same place. So you see that and say, you, come. It's not a guest yet. We have to go back to where we belong and get full control of issues. If you are a spirit, why are you ignorant of here? You are a spirit. Redemption makes you a spirit being and a sign living amongst men. 
of the Spirit of God. So then, my friends, we have an obligation that it is not to leave us our human nature wants us to. For if you live according to your human nature, you are going to die. Hey, that is by the Spirit you put to death your sinful actions, you will live. The fact is, those who are led by God's Spirit are God's children. For the spirit that God has given you does not make you slaves and cause you to be afraid. Instead, the spirit makes you God's children. And by the spirit's power, we cry out to God, Father, my Father, other Father. God's spirit joins himself to our spirits to declare that we are. He had to know who we are. When you sin, run to God, your Father, and let Him wash you, and go back to that. When you sin, don't run away from God, like Adam. Adam, where are you? I heard your voice, and I was afraid. So the Adam said that you didn't receive the spirit of adoption again to fear. He said, since we are His children. I am a child of God. You are a child of God. Since we are his children, I am a child of God. You are his child. We will possess the blessings he keeps for his people. And we will also possess with Christ what God has kept for him. For if we, we share Christ's suffering, we will also share his glory. Listen to the child of God. We have to suffer the Christ to share in his glory. As spirit beings, as children of God. When you, we run away from suffering for Christ, we are running away from our place of being children of God. Suffering is a mark on children of God. Suffering for Christ is a mark we bear in our bodies. See, as a spirit, you must understand that you are called to suffer with Christ and then to share in his glory. I consider that what we suffer at this present time cannot be compared. So you see, eh, no, no, no. The believer, eh? One day Paul told Timothy that those who will live pure life, holy life, they will suffer. Hey. They will face persecution. We are going through a lot of things now. God, this is our persecution. Somewhere eating by lion, somewhere cutting to two. Our own meditating here, this, 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 that will want to cut you from fellowship. 
to catch you from koinonia. Testing you. You lost your girl. You lost your boyfriend. Lost your girlfriend. Lost your marriage. Lost your whatever. Nothing seems to work. God is testing us. As spirit is, we are to suffer for Christ. If you know your spirit being, you pay your time. Because to the carnal mind, you are here, no music and not pastor, no need music. That is the carnal mind. And they are Christians with that kind of mind. But you see, God said that let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. You think that Christ's mind will tell you to tell your people that you are giving your money to pastors. You think Christ will say that? He said, I consider that what we suffer at this present time cannot be compared at all with the glory that is going to be revealed to us. All of creation waits with eager longing for God to reveal his children. For creation was condemned to lose its purpose, not of its own will, but because God willed it to be so. Yet there was the hope, verse 21, that creation itself will one day be set free from its levels of the move to the next one. For we know that up to the present time, all of creation grows with pain, like the pain of childbirth. That it is not just creation alone with God. We who had the Spirit as the first of God's gift also grown within ourselves as we wait for God to make us His children and set our hope being free. Hallelujah. For it, it was by hope that we were saved. That if we see what we hope for, then it is not really hope. For who of us? for something you see. You understand? What you see, you don't hope for. But what you don't see. I pray. And that is the realm we are called to be. Don't look at yourself and say, I don't see any future. <sighs> no! The child of God does not speak that way. You are spirit. See in the spirit and tap into faith to procure for yourself that which God has blessed your life. Close your eyes and talk to God. Close your eyes and talk to God. Salvation makes you a shine in the company of men. May the abilities of God in you be set on fire. Pray that God from today, David said that, open down my eyes that I may behold your wondrous works, the wondrous things that are in your world. Lord, open our eyes. You will not allow depression to take hold of you again. You will shake it off. You will shake it off. You will shake it off. 
The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.